God, these headphones. Every time, every single time. I can't believe it. Ugh. Try not to break these ones, will you? Hey, I didn't break the last ones. They just stopped working. Yes, that's usually what happens when you break something. Come on, do you mind? I'm trying not to damage the cable. Aha! Uh -huh. So you admit that you are prone to destroying things. Ugh, is this about that vase in your house? Because I said I was sorry, and it was in my way. It was in the middle of a dining table. Which was between me and the chicken wings, so all is forgiven. Sure, sure. Just tell me when you're done ruining your new headphones so we can start addressing our viewers. Wait, you started recording? I told you to wait for me. Ugh. I am waiting while recording. Well, hello, guys. Don't mind me. I'm just trying to untie the cable on my new gear. <laughs> I'll be with you in a sec. Indeed, dear viewers. Here we have a rare opportunity to see a strange creature in its unnatural habitat, otherwise known as the Lonely Mountain Gorilla, that has found a gadget it does not seem to understand. <sighs> I'm gonna give up on you, you know that? So far so good, obviously. I'm just gonna start, feel free to join us when you are finished with your, uh, whatever. <sighs> I give up. Hello, everybody. We can start. And that's it for today, folks. Thanks for watching our 15-minute podcast, and see you next time. Hilarious. Simply hilarious. Well, it was worth a shot. Welcome back, pal. Back to business and pleasure. Guys, viewers, I promise today's topic will blow your minds. Oh, yeah, it will. Because today, we're going to be talking about the ferocious, vicious, huge, and very mysterious Megalodon. And no, not the movie with Jason Stratum, which was awesome, by the way. Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> with all that macho ex-wife saving. And of course, the Megalodon was so cool. Aha, uh -huh, that's the word I would use to describe a prehistoric, top-of-the-food-chain creature. Oh, come on, you love these stories. I do. That's why I dug up a ton of information about the shark. Starting with the almighty question, does it still exist? Yeah, that scary face you're making, it's not gonna work. I know it's extinct. Actually... Oh, come on, you've gotta be kidding me. What'd you find now? You know how people report sightings of rare or mythical creatures sometimes? Yeah, but those reports always end up as fake. Or with someone having poor eyesight. Sure, but this time, I managed to find legitimate info regarding the speculation around the possibly alive megalodon shark. Oh, are you talking about the Mariana Trench theory? Amongst other things, yes, I am talking about the Mariana Trench theory. And please don't steal my thunder, this is my story. Oh, please. But do continue. Well, of course, some people claim to have seen the Megalodon. And yeah, those reports have been discharged as fake. They were explained simply enough. Someone sees a shark, it's very scared, the shark is very big, and of course, you're going to think it is the long-lost Megalodon. My sensors are tingling, and I believe we're awaiting a but... But... Let me start off by explaining a few things. The Mariana Trench, as many already know, is the deepest oceanic trench in the world. It's located in the Pacific Ocean and is not fully researched. The Megalodon is a shark that is estimated to have roamed the waters as early as 23 million years ago. Of course, there are skeptics who believe that it might not have existed at all, but that is another story because their fossils have been discovered and serve as proof of their existence. Scientists believe that they went extinct around 2.6 million years ago. That's a really long time for something so big to be extinct, only to speculate that it's possibly not extinct. It is, but it's not impossible. The giant squid was also thought to be long gone, or even a mythical creature, but they found it, and now we know that it keeps on living and pretty well, I might add. They even caught it on camera back in 2006. 
So did they get the Megalodon on camera too? Not exactly, no, but listen here. So the Mariana Trench, the deepest part of the ocean, is very scary to think about and is in complete and constant darkness, right? Yeah. I'm not sure where you're going with this cheap horror story. Do you think that it is possible, only possible, that the Megalodon is very much alive and lurking in the Mariana Trench? I know that life down there certainly exists. There are three people who have been down there, one of which is James Cameron, of course. Of course, the boss himself. And the other two snapped a photo of some strange fish. So, yeah, life is possible in the Mariana Trench, and a lot of it was discovered afterwards. But the Megalodon? Well, I don't know. No one really does, but there are theories of how it might look today and how it might survive there. Considering that a generous amount of time has passed since the Megalodon was almighty and special, it would have had to evolve in order for it to survive. For example, it would have to change its diet. Yeah, didn't the Megalodon eat something like 2,500 pounds of seafood per day? It did. And since its diet consisted of other respectfully large species, like dolphins, whales, and similar, the Megalodon would have had to switch to the organisms that live in the Mariana Trench. And that is just on eating habits. So... You're saying that the Megalodon lived its best years, started a midlife crisis, and decided to become a fit Megalodon? Yeah, buddy, that's exactly right. It grew a stomach and decided to start with regular Botox appointments. Ah, you're absolutely no fun today. All right, that was the diet. What about the new Botox look? Well, I'm not really sure, but I doubt it would look the same as it did millions of years ago. All the species in the Mariana Trench are different from the sea creatures we are used to. It would have probably adapted in some way in order to continue living. Whatever the truth, the fact is that the Mariana Trench is not completely explored, and so it is more or less impossible to determine all the species that live down there, at least for now. Well, sure, but what do you personally think it would look like if it were really alive? I don't know, actually, but I imagine it as a very big shark with bioluminescent colors, as do many others, it seems, because that is the logical way it would have evolved in order to be down there. That's very specific and majestical. Well, it would really have to be different from all the sharks and sea animals we are used to seeing, obviously. Yeah, besides, now it would be super cool and noticeable with the new look. Many sharks look alike, and especially to someone who's not some kind of expert. Exactly. That is why so many sightings of Megalodon have been reported. People simply see a scary and big shark, and since not everyone is a specialized scientist, they often mix it up with something that it is not. In these cases, the megalodon, which, I might add, often weigh as much as 50 tons. How can you mix a 50-ton shark with a regular shark? Sounds like a setup for some kind of joke. Like I said, when you see a shark, you're scared enough to, I don't know, not look at it for specific details. Why, would you approach a shark, open its jaw, inspect it, and then go report the shark attack? Uh, I would most certainly faint at the sight of any shark. Even a baby shark. Doo -doo 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 -doo. My point exactly. When people are scared and start to panic, they can see a lot of things, even Megalodon. There was a case in July in 1960. There were some shark attacks, and many people who were witnesses claimed that the shark was definitely bigger than a regular shark. Of course, scientists started to debate about this case immediately because of, well, obvious reasons. Oh yeah, I, I know about that case. The bull shark and the great white were the main suspects. I also happen to know that the whale shark confuses people. The largest example was measured to be 62 feet long, but they usually go up to around eh, 40 feet. 
Of course, I remember another case I read about where they actually got some kind of picture of the shark that was seen roaming near Guadalupe Island. And this was back in 1999. It was roaming the Pacific Ocean. Turned out to be a close relative of the Megalodon, but not the Megalodon itself. Yeah, it was a female white shark, I know. But something else bothers me and has me thinking. So the Meg was an apex predator, meaning that nothing could hunt it. The punchline of this fact is that it actually had to compete for food regularly, since, well, besides whales, other sharks ate the same marine animals. Well, yes. With great power comes great responsibility. Nice. Well, if it is, in fact, extinct, then it had many more problems than just daily dance-off competitions with some smaller sharks. And it did, believe it or not. I checked. Its mysterious extinction actually might be the doing of great white sharks. How so? Well, the ancestors of the great white sharks that we have today might have lived at the same time as the Meg. The thing is, although the Meg was the biggest and an apex predator, it was also, let's say, clumsy. Smaller sharks could have gotten to their prey faster and easier. Some scientists believe that the great white and the Meg had to compete for food, and that the great white often won. Still, facts are facts. And it's pretty unlikely that one species could have been completely responsible for the extinction of another. Other species would have had to have been involved as well. That's why there was another version of this theory, stating that two more shark species were also involved. All right, I see where you're going with this, so not enough food? Mostly, yeah. When the smaller shark species managed to get all the food besides the whales, they were all that was left to the meg. Unfortunately, only adult megs were capable of hunting such big marine animals. When they were only babies, they were much more vulnerable and far weaker. Logically, other predators could have used that and often made the little Meg the prey. And even when they were not prey, they were unable to find enough food to make it to adulthood, as the population of other sharks was growing without disturbances. Therefore, starvation could be the answer for everything. I see that you've done your homework. It seems kind of sad when you put the story like that, but I guess it's only the cycle of nature. And that's not all. Whales, as the only accessible food for adult megs, started to evolve along with the climate changes of that period, while megs were attached to warmer waters. So, while others adapted to the cold, meg wanted to stay warm. Now I feel like everyone left meg to be lonely. You cannot be serious. Why don't you go into the jungle and live there so the lions don't get lonely? Well, I'm just saying. So, to sum things up, generally there are logical theories as to how the Meg went extinct. Other than speculations and some possible theories, there is no proof that it lives still today. And the daddy shark doo -doo 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 -doo, is highly mysterious if you ask me. Imagine if you were on a yacht somewhere and BAM! The Meg swims up to say, hello. Yeah, I don't think that's how it usually goes, but I'm sure I wouldn't live to tell the tale. Nah, you're too, well, not meaty to be an interesting meal to the Meg. You're like a fortune cookie. Did you just compare me to a human version of a fortune cookie for sharks? Well, it's the first thing I thought of. You can also be an M&M if you'd like. Don't make me cut the cable on your new headphones. You're just saying that, but you wouldn't have the heart. Unlike the fishies who left Meg alone. You never know. I am, after all, a fortune cookie. From the looks of it, your fortune doesn't seem all that fortunate right now. But moving on. All right, people, that was it for today. As far as the Megalodon is concerned, we might not have proof, but you never know what is lurking in the deepest and darkest parts of the ocean. And if it cheers you up, we're all just millions of M&Ms to it. Let's hope it likes the main courses far better than the desserts. Until next time, guys, stay safe and curious. And treat your headphone cables with care. 
we salute you. Until next time. Oh, man, now I can't get that song out of my head. Baby shark, do-do-do-do-do-do, baby shark, do-do-do-do.